Have you ever thought about podcasting? Then thought to yourself, podcasting is hard, man. I can't do that. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Start with some gear that you already have in a quiet place. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episode, and more. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. We're doing it here on the project. Following the link on the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you. And it also gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And it helps support our show. Welcome once again to the Miranda Project. I am your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. Before we move on into the episode, I want to give a special thanks to our friends over at M68 Custom Prints. That's M68 Custom Prints for all your custom shirt needs. They will print your design or create a custom design for you. That, again, is M68 Custom Prints. They've been helping us here at the project. Thank you once again, M68 Custom Prints. Look for them on Facebook or on Instagram, or you can also look them up on their website. That's m68customprints.com. Once again, that's m68customprints.com. Thank you, fellas. So let's get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, they're at it again. They're they're at it again. I don't even know how to even say it without presenting it that way. They're at it again. The media is at it again. They're doing what they do. They're painting a narrative. They're painting a story. Or they're getting rid of a story for you not to hear. They're making it disappear. They're like the cleaner. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen Pulp Fiction where they they have that incident in the um in that house and they call the cleaner and he makes it disappear. You know, they make everything disappear. This is what they're doing. The media is making something disappear. And it's sad to see how they do it. Because in contrast, if you look at the Rittenhouse case, mind you, both of these stories take place in Wisconsin. But if we look at the Rittenhouse case, the media presented Kyle Rittenhouse to be a vigilante, uh, uh, gun-toting, protest-killing, uh, a young man who was a white supremacist, uh, uh, you know, and, and I mean, anything that they can think of, they thought of. He was bringing guns over the state line. He had no business being there. I mean, we played a supercut for you of what they did or what they said, rather, on the podcast. We, were, we wanted to put it up online and we should have put it up on our Facebook page. We should have put it up on our Instagram page as well. And we should have put it up on our website. 
and 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 maybe we will just to see the contrast. I, I think what we'll do is that we'll build a contrast. We'll see if we can take what they did or said about Rittenhouse and then what they're saying about this other person, which, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to hide the name because that's what they're doing. You know, they're over here telling you, uh, um, you know, and we'll get into it, but you know, they're not giving you the name of Daryl Brooks. So let's do a comparison. Let, we, we should do a comparison of Rittenhouse and 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 brooks and how the media is portraying the two how the media is handling both stories and it's crazy because my producer will probably say we shouldn't draw comparisons but we in this case we need to draw a comparison we need to put these two together we need to see how these two fit together because they fit together but they fit together in the way that the media is handling it or how they're not handling, how they're bringing it to light where they don't need to bring up to light, where they're making up stuff and how they're burying this story and saying nothing about their story. And we're going to talk about it. We're we're, going to get into it because it's just sad to see how they are painting this picture. They're, They're drawing up this narrative. Or they want to continue to draw up this narrative. We we spoke about um, painting birds in the sky. We we spoke about webs that they weave, and they want to hang on to this web that they've woven, and they want to hang on to this picture that they've painted, and they're making sure that at all cost they can bury this story because they have to keep that narrative. The narrative we're going to talk about in a few, they need to make sure that that narrative is up. Additionally, what they're using, and again, we're going to talk all, all of that. I just wanted to kind of present everything, but how they're covering it up, how they, this is all being buried. We're going to talk about that because it's like it's like the bat signal went out and, and Dr. Anthony Fauci answered the call. We're going to get into all of it. We're going to get into all of it. And then we're going to talk about how another case, another story is being buried underneath all of this. You see, Rittenhouse was brought out to the open and he was X, Y, and Z. Mr. Brooks? Who's Mr. Brooks? And Jelaine Maxwell? Who Who's that? We'll, we'll talk about it. Let's get into it. So on November 21st, 2021, Daryl Brooks Jr. drove his sports utility vehicle into a parade in the streets of Waukesha, Wisconsin. He killed six people, injured 62 others by hitting participants and observers at a Christmas parade, like I mentioned before, in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Now, if you read some of the media posts, if you read uh, some tweets from some newspapers, 
if you read a particular newspaper, you wouldn't even you wouldn't have found anything on this story until maybe four or five days later, which seems interesting because well, not interesting. I can't say interesting because it's sad. How do you not report this? This is a this is a domestic terrorism. How do you drive an SUV into a parade where people are? are basically uh, defenseless against you. You're, it's like you're, you're I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm speechless. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I really don't. I don't understand. But what we're trying to get at here is the fact that if you look it up, you'll find information. We kill, I mean, this guy killed six people. Why isn't it national news? Why aren't we hearing about it? Why isn't it on the nightly news? Why don't we know this guy's agenda? Why don't we know his motives? Why don't we know anything about him? Why? Why is it taking a, a, a second seat to something else? Oh, it's taking a second seat to Omicron, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But why is it that we don't have any information on Daryl Brooks Jr.? We don't. Unless you go and you look it up on your own. Or you go and you listen to a podcast like this or others. Why is that? Why is it that NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, whatever, 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 isn't talking about it? You can't find his name on the post, even the post. You couldn't find his name in, in the daily news. And the New York Times, forget it. The New York Times didn't even post the story until five, six days later. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Like we did the comparison and said again, and, and, and we hate to draw comparisons. Who loves comparisons? Nobody loves comparisons. But everybody was talking about Rittenhouse. Why? Because he's a white supremacist. He was a white supremacist who brought a gun over state lines and, and he, he shot people and he went out there and he killed them purposely because they were exhibiting or, or exercising their right to protest. And he didn't like it because he was a white supremacist. And I mean, they sang this song for months and months and months and months. Will they see the repercussions of that? I think they will. I think their wallets will feel it. But now, here we are, Daryl Brooks Jr. drives his SUV into a crowd of people, kills six people. Children are in that mix. Children. And they don't say a peep. You don't even hear his name. The Washington Post, for crying out loud, tweeted that it was an SUV. An SUV that drove into a crowd. They called it an accident. An SUV that drove into a crowd. You know what? Since when did Tesla make autonomous Ford Escapes? Since when? Uh, uh, um, uh, did they cross over? Was there a crossover between Ford and Tesla that we not know about? That the... SUV, the autonomous SUV lost control. The sensors went out, the computer went down, and it drove into a crowd of people. Is that what happened? Because that's what the Washington Post said. Not only the Washington Post, 
But other entities, other media sites are saying the same thing. It was an SUV. It was an SUV. Even the post, like I said, the post. It was an SUV, a vehicle drove into a crowd of people. But why? Why? I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. Is it because Daryl Brooks Jr. is a black American? Is that what it is? And he doesn't fit the narrative that the most feared thing in America is a white supremacist, according to the federal government, according to Joe Biden, according to Jen Psaki, that we have to worry about white supremacists. But yet when anybody else commits a crime that has a little bit of melanin in their skin, it's okay, it's all right. They're not domestic terrorists. This guy's not a domestic terrorist, but you go into a school board and defending your child's right to get a proper education makes you a domestic terrorist. But this guy, no. Killed six people. You just want to make sure that your kid's getting a proper education and is learning the history of this country, the right history of this country, not the made-up history of this country. Yeah, we know that it has a bit of a dark past. We know that. We understand that. We here at the project, we know that and we understand that fully well, being minorities ourselves. We get it. We understand that. But it's still the greatest country in the world. It is still the freest country in the world. It is still the, the least racist country in the world. But they don't want to say that. They don't want to put that out there. They don't. The media doesn't want to put that out there. They want to paint this picture like white supremacists are coming after you and I. Me, I have to worry about the fact that because I'm Hispanic or, or, or my, my, my producer is black, I, we have to worry that white supremacists are coming after us. That's what they're telling us. So when somebody that has some melanin in their skin does something as horrible as this, we have to bury the story. We have to bury it. It doesn't exist. This guy doesn't exist. He's a ghost. As a matter of fact, it was his spirit that drove the SUV. No, 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 no. It was an autonomous. You know what? Forget the whole Tesla thing. I think Ford was just, what's it called? Testing their autonomous Ford Escape. I, I think that's what happened, right? I, I know I'm being sarcastic. I, and, and I know with the sarcasm, it, it, there's no place for it because there was loss of life here. Don't get me wrong. The guy's not walking away scot-free. He is incarcerated. But you know what the craziest part of this whole thing is? A few days before he did this horrendous act of driving his SUV into a crowd of people. He had been apprehended for trying to run over his girlfriend with the same Ford Escape. And he was let out on a $1,000 bail. $1,000 bail. He was let out on $1,000 bail. He tried to commit vehicular Homicide. Now, I don't know what that's called in the state of Wisconsin. Laws change, legal jargon changes, all of that stuff. It could be called something completely different. But here in the state of New York, that is attempted vehicular homicide. And if I'm wrong, please, someone correct me. Please. Please correct me. I, 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 I relish on the, on the feedback of the listeners. 
But this is basically what's going on. They're burying the story. Daryl Brooks doesn't exist. Have you noticed that they haven't even mentioned some of the victims? That Some of the victims have been mentioned. A lot of them haven't. They're burying it like it didn't happen. This was an attack. Some are labeling it a massacre. Others are labeling labeling it an accident. Some media outlets are labeling it an accident. I mean, I, I would understand if it was an accident where you lose complete control of the vehicle and it plows into a crowd of people. I, I get that. that That's an accident and that's a horrible, horrible accident. But there was no accident here. We all saw the video. There was malicious intent. The man swerved and aimed at people. This was done with malice. There was malice in his heart, malice in his head. This man wanted to hurt people. This is what he sought out to do. Why are they covering it? Why? Because he's got a couple of, of, of racial things on his Facebook posts, posts. He's a supporter of BLM. Is that why? Because a reporter by the name of Andy No found his social media sites and how he present, pro, pro, I'm sorry, he was a BLM advocate and how he hated white people and he said that white people should be hurt. Yeah. And then he was attacked. Andy No, the reporter, was attacked for doing his job of being a journalist and giving you and I the facts, giving you information that we need to have, giving you context, giving you a possible, a possible, motive for his actions because that doesn't necessarily mean that those are the motives for his actions he could have been an emotionally disturbed person who knows but going into his history like that at least gives us a picture of who we're dealing with no 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 we're not allowed to and you know you did you 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 shouldn't have done that you shouldn't have you 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 overstepped your bounds as a reporter you shouldn't have gone and searched up his social media sites you did wrong this is basically what he was told this reporter and you know it's i mean it's sad. Why are they burying this story? Why? What is it? Again, did I, is it because I said what I said? Because he, he, he is a, a supporter of Black Lives Matter? Or because he's got dark complexion? He's got more melanin than Kyle Rittenhouse? Or he's got more melanin than me? Or, or, or well, I mean, I don't, uh, it, it just, I'm, I'm confused. Or is it because he doesn't? It, it's because he doesn't fit the narrative. It, 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 that's I think that's what it is. He's not a white supremacist. Because if he was a white supremacist or a white guy wearing a MAGA hat, oh my goodness, this would be on the nightly news every single night. They would be investigating his mother, his father, his dentist, his dog, everyone, everybody. No one would be safe. No, not Daryl Brooks Jr. No, it's it's crazy. I was reading an article, um, in the in the Wall Street Journal, and it, I mean, 
the it, it's an opinion by uh, Jason L. Riley. He goes, Waukesha killings make the media colorblind again. I mean, the contrast with Kyle Rittenhouse case illustrates the double standard. Now, th- this this right here, when I read this, I, I, and, and please understand, this is this this man, John L. R- Jason L. Riley. You can look him up. He 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 is a black man who is writing an opinion piece for the Wall Street Journal. And when I read this, the first couple of uh, uh, paragraphs really grabbed me. Now, pay attention to this. I'm going to read this the 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 opening sentences of the article in the aftermath of George Floyd's death last year, employers offered black workers time off to deal with the news and UCLA suspended a professor who refused to grade his supposedly traumatized black students more leniently than their non-black peers. Such gestures may have been well-meaning, but They were also nonsensical and reeked of condescension. Are black psyches really this fragile? And are blacks, I'm sorry, and are blacks so starved for exemplars that miscreants must be treated like martyrs? (laughs) Is that what's going on with Mr. Brooks? I mean, I'm I'm curious. is, is, Is Mr. Riley spot on? Did he hit it on the nose? Are they martyrizing Mr. Brooks? Maybe he's a victim of circumstance. Maybe he's a victim of what ended up happening not too far from Waukesha in Kenosha. You know, you know what? I'm going to draw my own conclusion. This is my own conclusion. And I know that there's people here, I mean, you know, the team here on the project that probably will or dis- will disagree with me or will agree with me. Hey, we'll, we'll argue between each other. But this is my opinion. I feel that the media is covering this up or doing their best to cover this up or doing what they're doing to cover this up because I feel that they are also in some way, shape or form responsible for the actions of Mr. Brooks. You see, and and let me explain. I feel that they wound this guy up. They wound him up. They wound him up. You know, like, you you know, like a wind up toy, right? You see, you, you remember when you were a kid, you you used to get that car and used to have that little white wheel in the back of it and used to wind it up, wind it up, wind it up as hard as you possibly could. And you winded that car really hard because you wanted it to go as fast as possible. And you would hold it back until the right moment and then boom, let it go. And that car would shoot down the, 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 what's it called? The corridor. Get your mother upset at you because it hit her or she almost tripped over it. You, you remember. You remember. I know I wasn't the only one. Walk down memory lane with that one. But I feel that the media with their painting of, of this narrative, with the, the web that they wove of, of white supremacy, Kyle Rittenhouse being a white supremacist and, and, and just continually winding this guy up and winding him up and winding him up and winding him up and just he, white supremacist and he what's it called he he's he needs to be convicted he has to be convicted and he did this and he brought guns over state lines and and continue and and wind up and wind up and wind up and then all of a sudden the verdict came through and he was found not guilty 
Now, at that point, not that the media was holding him for the last to the right moment, but they had to change their tracks. They had to CYA, like we said a few episodes ago. They had to cover themselves. And now this guy is wound up. So you can't wind them up anymore. And there's an acquittal on all counts because he defended himself as defined by the law. He defended himself. And now this man is wound up ready to celebrate the fact that the media promised and in not so many words, because remember, they never said that they, he was going to be convicted. But you continually say that he broke this crime and this crime and this crime and that crime and that crime and that crime. And then you're looking and you're sitting on TV and you're watching. You're sitting there. You're sipping on your coffee. You're drinking your, your uh, and you're eating your ice cream and you're watching CNN, MSNBC, so on and so forth. And you're boom. You're, you're being fed this story that these, this guy, he, it just has to happen. It just has to happen because you know what? If he was my skin complexion, it would happen because that's part of the narrative. That's part of the story. That's part of how that works. Because if he was me, if I was, if Daryl Brooks was in the, in the shoes of Kyle Rittenhouse, then I would have been already strung up. Listen, when we put up the Kyle Rittenhouse story and we put it up on Facebook, that's some of the responses we got. So this is basically how this man is wound up. He's wound up till he can't any longer. You can't turn that dial any longer. And now there's an acquittal. And now he's let go. Not because you wanted to make sure that that car went down the that corridor fast. It was just because the media had to backtrack and they had to cover themselves and they had to make sure that they reported what was accurate at the time. And that accurate news, the truth came out. And when the truth came out, he didn't know how to handle or deal with it. So he lashed out. Again, my opinion, this is not what happened in any way, shape, or form. I, oh, no, no, let, let, let me reiterate. I don't think this is what happened. I, I, I really, I, I'm assuming, and they say don't assume, but I'm also just suggesting that this could be a possibility because to lash out that way, it reminds me of what happened in Brooklyn, New York, a few years ago after Eric Gardner, where the guy came and I forgot the, the, the gentleman's name, uh, who's currently serving time in, no, I don't remember if they, he was shot. Oh my God. I'm, uh, 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 I'm trying to bring a reference to a story here and I'm forgetting the, uh, some of the, the facts of the story and I do apologize, but I, I remember that he came from Philadelphia into New York and shot two police officers who were sitting in their squad car doing nothing, 
just sitting in their squad car. And he shot them and he said, you killed one of ours. We're going to kill one of yours. And he shot two police officers because he was wound up and he needed to lash out at what ended up happening with that case. This reminds me of that. Am I drawing a comparison that might be apples to oranges? Quite possibly. Yeah, it, it, it could be. But this truly reminds me of that. It, it really does. This, this guy is probably a victim of circumstance. Yeah, I, I think he's a victim of circumstance. I think he's a victim of the fact that he was sold the story and when it didn't come to fruition, he just didn't know how to deal. He didn't. But again, that's my opinion. I don't want you to go and say, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the project said that this is the case and, 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 and it must be true. No, 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 no. Let the court decide that. Let, let, when he sees his time in front of the judge and the jury, let them decide all of that. But I feel that the media, for some reason, is covering up because that could be a possibility. These people are not dumb. They're not dumb. And they know that they're going to see a legal battle from Rittenhouse. And they're probably getting themselves ready for it now. As we speak, they're probably getting themselves ready. So, there. listen, in my opinion, I feel that they're burying this story because it doesn't fit the narrative of the white supremacist who is the actual domestic terrorist according to the government or according to President Biden, his press secretary, Jen Psaki, who publicly said it. I'm not putting words in their mouth. They've publicly said it. And again, I acknowledge, we've acknowledged here before, there are racists in this country. There is racism in this country. Yes, we've acknowledged it. But they are saying that white supremacists are the biggest threat to the country. And the media is basically trying to paint that picture for you and for me. And when it doesn't fit, you have to bury it. And in this case, it doesn't fit, so they're burying it. This case is being buried because it doesn't fit the narrative of a domestic terrorist not being a white supremacist, being a black man who, by all intents and purposes, could have had an emotional problem, could have gone out and done this in a retaliatory fashion. We don't know because we don't have all the facts because they continue to hide the facts. Ladies and gentlemen, pick up your, your phones your computers, whatever, and do the research for yourself. I mean, you can go on to Google and they'll probably hide some information as well. You can go on to DuckDuckGo. You can go on to whatever search engine and be as, cons uh, you know, uh, constringent as possible. Take everything with a grain of salt and try to find out exactly what is going on because this story is being buried. The story is being buried. And like I said, something has come and taken the place of this story because 
We can't just go out and say, okay, well, we're not going to talk about it anymore. And we're just going to talk about, oh, yeah, the Christmas tree. No, that's not what ended up happening here. Oh, yeah, the Rockefeller tree it went up. Yay. And we've com completely forgotten about Waukesha. That's not what happened here. Like I said, in, our, in, in, in the pre-show, or when I recapped the show at the beginning, rather, it was like the bat signal came out. But the back signal looked like the, 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 the structure of, of COVID. And in came Dr. Anthony Fraudi, I mean Fauci, to the rescue. To take your mind and my mind away from the Waukesha massacre. So as we had mentioned before, it was like the bat signal went on and Dr. Anthony Fraudi, I mean, excuse me, Fauci came to the rescue. You know, the, the I am science guy, you, you heard him. He said that he's science. If, if you downplay him or you downplay science, you downplay him. Or if you laugh at him, you're laughing at science. You know, that guy. Now, please understand, we, we, all, we here on the project are not medical doctors. We do not give medical advice. Seek medical advice from your doctor, your personal care physician. When it comes to COVID, when it comes to anything, don't seek the medical attention of someone who is not a professional. Again, he's a professional, Dr. Fraudi, Fauci. He's a professional. He's a virologist or pretends to be a virologist. No, I mean, he's a virologist. Let me stop before, you know, it, it's just a Freudian slip. It keeps like, it just, I don't know, like something takes hold of my, my, my tongue and the truth comes out. I mean, the, the, the inaccuracy comes out and, you know, Dr. Fauci is a virologist, but he's not your doctor. Why are we taking advice from him? Why not go to your doctor and see what works for you working with your doctor? But we're so quick to listen to him, Mr. I'm science. And we forget to go to our own doctor who might have better advice for us. Granted, we all need to be careful. If you feel comfortable wearing a mask, then wear a mask. If you feel comfortable not wearing a mask, then don't wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do what you got to do, right? If you have to go into a medical setting, then put on a mask. If they're forcing you to put on a mask, then, you know, that's, that's between you and them. I'm not going to tell you what to do in that regard. I know what I'm going to do. I, I, but we're not going to sit here and get on this microphone and tell you what to do. Unlike the federal government, your state, 
or your municipality. I mean, you live in New York, New York City. Oh, my God, you can't go into a restaurant unless you have a vaccination card. You can't go into a restaurant unless you have a mask. You can't do this. If you work for the Department of Education, you have to be vaccinated. If you work for this, that, and the third, you have to be vaccinated. We spoke about the the the, the thing that, that Mayor de Blasio did when, when it came to uh, um, it's the, the city employees because he knew better. He knew best for you. And now we're dealing with Omicron. And that funny. And and by by funny, I mean it just like it just out of nowhere, like some eerie coincidence. Like uh, Waukesha happened. And and we're gonna talk a little bit about um Max, you know, uh Maxwell, uh Gislaine Maxwell, if I'm saying incorrectly, I'm sorry. We're going to touch a little bit on that. But now, all of a sudden, boom, we're talking Omicron. And Omicron, this weird Decepticon, has taken hold of the nightly news. And it started in Africa, and boom, all of a sudden, now five people in New York have it. Wow. Listen, again, it, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Can it happen? Am I saying that it's over-exaggerated or, or that it didn't happen? I, I can't tell you that. I don't know. I, I just find it weird that you take a PCR test and a PCR test can give you a false positive or a, 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 a false negative, but they can tell you that you have Omicron, Delta, and the original strain. Unless they're doing blood tests, I don't know. But uh, that's just me being a crazy skeptic, you know, um, if they're doing the blood test and they can tell from the blood test, then okay. If it's the PCR, I, I have a hard time understanding that. I, I do. And maybe somebody out there can probably explain it better to me. Uh, uh, instead of being just a pessimist or, or, or optimist or whatever you want to call it. But it's, it, it, again, it, it just eerie coincidence that here comes Omicron. I mean, we were just dealing with Delta not too long ago and people were getting used to the fact of Delta and people were feeling comfortable. The original strain had already, we've gotten all the, the vaccines and the, and the, and the, and the, what's it called? The, 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 oh my God, I couldn't, I can't think of the, uh, of, of the term that, that assists, you know, even the, the heart dewarmer that people, oh my God, that the, the ivermectin and Oh, they'll give you a problem of that. Oh, the heart the warmer, heart the warmer. But anyway, we're not going to go into that. But now we're dealing with Omicron and it's helping to bury that story in Waukesha. And it's helping to bury that Ghislaine Maxwell story as well, because now we're going to scare the pants off of you with Omicron. Now, the crazy thing, and, and I, this is me personally, this is you know, I, I just like, wait, hold on. Um, was Mew and new not scary enough? I mean, we went from Delta, we skipped Alp Epsilon, we skipped Zeta, we skipped Ada, we skipped Theta, we skipped Iota, we skipped Kappa, we skipped Lambda, we skipped Mu, and we skipped Nu, and then we skipped Z, G. Um, and we landed on Omicron. So I guess all those other Greek letters were not scary enough. Uh, they didn't hold weight and we needed to go 
and get something like Omicron that that really let it sink in like oh yeah this is that is uh definitely something we should be scared about listen again and every time i say a statement like that i i i have to make sure that you understand that i am not saying that we should not be careful i am not saying that i am not taking covid lightly i am practicing what I need to practice to make sure that I am safe and that my family is safe. But I speak to my doctor about it. I am in constant, constant contact with my doctor. So when I look at this and I read this and I joke about the fact that we went from Delta to Omicron and we skip Nu and we skip Mu and we skip G, I mean, oh, like... I guess they weren't scary enough. Because, again, the media narrative that we were talking about before in the previous segment about the white supremacists now has to take a back burner because there was a domestic terrorist that doesn't fit that mold. So now we have to bring up COVID because everybody is afraid or still afraid of we've continued to wind them up with fear about covid because there's still people out there that believe that covid is a death sentence it can be yes please understand that please understand that be safe work with your doctor talk to your doctor if you have comorbidities then speak to your doctor and take care of yourself absolutely a hundred percent but they keep winding you up and winding you up and winding you up and telling you that you're going to die. There was a poll. There are polls out there that tell pe that people still believe that if you get COVID, you have an 80 to 90% chance of death. I might be exaggerating, but I remember reading that poll. And those, are, those numbers are inaccurate very inaccurate but the media they, they paint that picture come on you you've sat there you you you're watching the nightly news it might not be by by what's it called because you wanted to watch the news you, you watched uh, uh the baseball game or you watched the basketball game or, or uh, uh you were watching frazier or you were watching friends and all of a sudden it ends and then it's the news on channel 11 or channel 4 or whatever and they the first thing on there is omicron and then they point they paint this picture on the uh, on the thing on the screen you know how they they move the anchor over to the right or to the left and then over their right shoulder or their left shoulder there's a there, there's that picture in picture and they and and there's omicron they show you the the cellular composition of omicron and it's red and yellow and black and it's scary and creepy because this is the image that you see because it, it they magnify it to a to a, a degree that you can see but you know that you can't see in with the naked eye so it becomes scary to you because it's something that you can't it tangibly see but you know that it can harm you so now you have given up all your control to them and make sure that you vaccinate and vaccinate and vaccinate. Oh, and there's a pill coming out. Oh, and Omicron and Omicron. And we've totally forgotten about everything else. 
correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously, there are other news that take that that have come out, but these things are big national news. And yet we've seemed to have forgotten. We've seemed to put it to the side. We've seemed to just say, oh well, you know, let, you know, uh, I guess the SUV that drove into those people are really doesn't affect me because I have to worry about Omicron. Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. You you turn on the nightly news, you turn on the news at any time. I, I bet you if you put on 1010 Winds, which is an AM station in, in, in New York, I don't know if they have national syndication. If you put on 1010 Winds, Omicron. You put on CNN, Omicron. They have a, they'll, they'll probably have a, 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 a ticker for uh, the amount of I- I- infections on there. You turn on MSNBC, Omicron. Same thing. Infection ticker. And they pump you full of it and full of it and full of it. I remember my first, first podcast show. Wake up. If you haven't had the chance to listen to it, go back to listen to it. Um, there was a scene, uh, something that I said that a friend of mine recently listened to it for the first time. And she said, oh, my God, you have me dying. And then she agreed. What are we being fattened up for? What are they giving us all this candy about? Why are this continuous feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding? And if you don't know what I mean in that show, in that episode, I talked about the fact that it, I feel like we're living in some uh, a real life Hansel and Gretel story where Hansel and Gretel follow the candy to the witch's house and she continues to continues giving them candy and candy because she's going to cook them and eat them. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen to us, but something's coming down the pipe because they keep preparing you. They keep loosening you up. They keep giving you that candy. The bigger you get, the more you give up because you can't move because you're just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm good. I'm so full. That candy was so good. What are they preparing us for? What are they preparing us for? Why do they keep feeding us this fear of COVID? Again, be careful. Again, take the precautions you need to take. Again, take the precautions that your doctor, your doctor, your personal, your PCP tells you to take. Not Dr. Fauci. I'm not, I don't take advice from Dr. Fraudy, um, Fauci. I, I don't. I, 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 I see him. I change the channel. I, if, if, if I'm scrolling through social media and I see his face, I scroll up. I scroll. I, I'm done with him. I, I, I truly am. But I'll call my doctor. I'll send her an email if I need advice about something because she knows me. She knows my medical history. I'm just saying. I, listen, take the precautions you need to take. But all I'm saying is that Omicron came in eerily at the time where there are two big stories and Omicron is helping bury these stories.
So quickly, I wanted to touch up on the other story that I had mentioned earlier, which is the Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell story. Uh, if you're not aware of that story, I would suggest you look it up. Um, it's very uh, disturbing. Uh, you probably know because you know of Epstein. He, she was his madam. Um, she's in court now, basically, you know, probably spilling the beans about a lot of people that were involved with Epstein and Epstein Island and the depravity that went on in that island, the depravity that went on with that man. And, you know, we're you know, the, I mean, it just, again, this is a family friendly show, but uh, a lot of, a lot of nasty things that went on. And apparently it also went on with prominent politicians. One ex president comes to mind um, that, had been seen or has been seen on on the ledger for the plane to the island i mean it goes on and on i mean pictures it, it just there's a lot coming out of that particular um case that is being buried and a lot of people are not aware some people probably don't even know that she is in in on trial right now so you know be um you know be mindful of that some things are very harsh that are coming out of there. I don't want to mention some of the things, but um, I, I I got some information on 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 one of the testimonies from a a victim, and let's just say she was fourteen at the time when she was a victim. So um, it, it, it's a sad and, and scary um, situation sad case but it is being buried it is um not not being talked about in social media i mean not social media excuse me in mainstream media it, it should be talked about we should be aware about that situation about what ended up happening we don't need all the gory details we don't we, we really don't but we need to be aware because that went on for a very long time. And like we said, there was prominent people. And we're talking politicians, but we're also talking world leaders. Word on the street is that there are some world leaders. And Mr. Epstein had, pow not powers, I was going to say powers, but he had connections with world leaders. And, you know, this is a case that deals with child molestation and child trafficking and i think it's an important case and right now in all honesty the case is being buried we mentioned you know omicron 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 you know and and we say it in a joking matter but we don't joke about it as well we also are very serious um we can be sarcastic about it but in our humble opinion here on the project, we feel that Omicron has been, um, quote unquote, released and not released in the way, in the way that it came out of a lab. It, it just, it's, um, it, it eerily coincidentally made its way into mainstream media while this case is being heard in, um, in New York. And people are dealing and still reeling with the losses of their family 
in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So, you know, just wanted to put that out there. The media is at it again. You know, let's be weary about it. Let's be, uh, let's, let's, you know, let's pay attention. Let's take what they say with a grain of salt. I mean, you don't have to listen to what I'm telling you here. What do I know? I'm just a guy talking into a microphone, right? You, you don't have to take my word for it. But what I do ask is that you go out and you do your own research. That you go out and you find out for yourself. Don't sit there and listen to me or, or listen to any other podcaster and say, oh, yeah, that's the gospel. Don't go and sit there and listen to Rachel Maddow or, 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 or Brian Stelter or, or the guy that, that does the, 11, the Channel 11 News or, or, or the lady that does the Channel 7 News. Or, or Go out there and do the research for yourself. Find out for yourself. That's all we ask. Again, I don't know. I don't know much. I, I'm just a research nut. I love doing research and I like finding things out on my own. And I hope that we encourage you here on the project to be able to do that as well. I know that sometimes it could be tedious. I know that sometimes it can be boring. But if we spark that in you so that you can go out and find your truth, then let it be. That's the objective of the project. I hope that we're able to do that for you that we give you that interest, that you start questioning not only, not, not only us, but them as well. Question us. If you feel that we said something wrong, question us. Let us know. And we'll come back and we'll say, yeah, okay. If we're wrong, we're wrong. And if we're right, we're right. It, it, we have no problem. Question us. Question us. I, I ask of you to please do that. So again, I, I want to give everyone a, a thank you for joining us on the project today. Um, you know, touchy subjects, uh, the media is at it again, and we need to be prepared. And by prepared, meaning we need to, um, you know, just start doing our own research and start looking things up on our own. You know, and then when it comes to, to Omicron, again, Speak to your doctor, get your doctor's advice, do what you and your doctor set a plan up for your health. Stop listening to someone that doesn't know you does and could care less about you because according to him, he signs just saying, you know, you don't have to take my opinion. I know that I do work with my doctor and she tells me what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And that's the only advice I can give you because we're not medical doctors here. We are not. We're far, far from it. We're just a bunch of guys that enjoy politics. We enjoy talking to you and giving you some enlightenment, possibly, some, uh, uh, hopefully some kind of education. And maybe you get empowered to do it on your own as well. So join us here on the project so that you can do it. I mean, totally up to you. Thank you once again for joining us. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Instagram as well. And check us out on our website, the Miranda Project, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. That's the Miranda Project, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. And as we always say, you might not be into politics, but politics 
is into you. Have a great one. God bless you all. Thank you.